welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach, a mum, and a high vibe boss babe. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm feeling really high vibe today, which is really good um, because, I don't know, I was in a bit of a slump the beginning of the week. I guess coming off the back of Easter, I I did have a really nice Easter break, um, but then I sort of got in a bit of a slump for a couple of days, um, but now I am back to my usual self. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling high vibe. Uh, I've really just been um, setting aside time for meditation today and yesterday Uh, and going to the gym and doing the things that make me feel good and fill up my cup. And yeah, I feel like that's really helped get me back into my high vibe and feeling like me again and out of my slump. So yeah, I mean, I hope you all had a good Easter as well. And I hope that you all managed to take some time out for yourself. As I talked about last week, you know, it's so, so important to set aside time for yourself and to engage in self-care practices, um, to fill up your own cup and, you know, to do the things that you enjoy doing as well. So, um, you know, me, I went away for a couple of days to my family farm over Easter on the Friday and the Saturday, which was so, so nice. You know, I don't get up there that often anymore. I used to go up there as a child and, you know, spend all my school holidays and lots of weekends up there. And so, you know, these days life's busy and I don't get there as much. Um, So it was really nice to get back up there and also take my son Elijah up there. He loved it. So yeah, that was nice family time and time to just chill and relax. Uh, And then Sunday, we had lunch with my husband's family. uh, And then Monday was a me day, right? My husband looked after our son and Monday was just a me day, which felt really, really good. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I loved getting up at the farm um, and doing the things that I loved doing as a child, right? Like going on the quad bike and cooking, riding on the back of the farm, taking in nature and all its beauty, like literally just sitting in the paddock or the fields and admiring the sunset. Like it, it's just beautiful. It's just amazing. And it takes my breath away and just being in that fresh air just refreshes me. Uh, and then obviously the animals, you know, collecting the chickens eggs and patting the horses and the dogs. Um, so all of that was just so, so nice. And obviously eating chocolate was really good as well. So yeah, what I'm going to talk about today Uh, is the importance of connecting with your inner child, right? And so, as I said, you know, me going to the farm on the weekend was amazing. And that was sort of a way for me to connect with my inner child as well. Like, like I said, you know, doing the things that I enjoy doing as a child. um, And it just made me feel alive and feel really, really good. And so I'm going to talk about that today. uh, And I'm also going to give you some practical ways in which you can connect with your inner child, Want to step into who you were made to be and become the best version of yourself? My signature 10-week coaching program, Becoming, is in the final days of enrollment before we kick off the program. This is an immersive 10-week experience for the woman who is committed to doing the inner work to create change in their external world and who wants to go on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and healing. 
Through this program, we will be getting clear on your purpose, we will be determining your core values and how you can create a life in alignment with these. We will be working through your fears, doubts and past traumas, learning how to set healthy boundaries with others, how to switch your mindset from lack to abundance, and I'll be teaching you mindfulness practices that you can incorporate into your life, as well as helping you create a roadmap moving forward in your life to help get you from where you are to where you wish to be. If you are feeling pulled to know more, click the link that I'll leave in the show notes, or you can DM me on Instagram. Remember, if your intuition is telling you this feels right, lean into that and don't ignore it. That's how you will start making quantum leaps in your life. And when you start trusting yourself enough to not only invest in yourself, but to also take bold action, that's when your life will start to change. So let's get into it. And yeah, so I'm going to start off by saying, you know, as I've spoken about before, between the ages of zero to seven, right, that's what we call our imprint period. So in this period, our brains are essentially like a sponge. We absorb everything around us. And we take most of it to be true, right? Because as young children, we don't know any better. And so, you know, if we're told something like you are fat or you're not a very nice person or you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you won't be able to do this, you're not capable, right? They're all examples of perhaps things that we were once told in this imprint period between the ages of zero to seven. And we will take that in to be true, right? And so, you know, we form beliefs about ourselves from what we're told as a young child by our parents, by our teachers, by our friends, by whoever's in our life in between the ages of zero to seven. And because our brains aren't fully developed, you know, we don't question what is said or we don't have the ability to view things from a different perspective at that point either. And so these things that we're told uh, as well as things that we witness or um, other things that we experience, these all store in our subconscious mind along with whatever beliefs we form from from these experiences or these events. And so as I said, we make conclusions about these events Uh, and what this must mean in relation to us, right? So, you know, often a conclusion that is drawn if something happens to us as a young child is it must be my fault, right? And so as a young child, the conclusions that we make by what we experience, what happens to us or what we're told are always in relation to what does this mean about me, right? Because we don't have the ability as the young child to separate ourselves from that experience. And so we, we draw a conclusion about what it means to me. And then that's how we form beliefs about ourselves based on what we're told and these past experiences or what we witness. And the conclusions we draw you know, many of them are not actually true and a lot of them are not helpful either. And so these all get sorted in our unconscious mind and most of us will carry these beliefs and experiences around with us for the rest of our lives, right? Whether we are consciously aware that we're carrying them around or not because a lot of us um, suppress them and so 
especially if they're traumatic experiences. So a lot of the time, you know, they're suppressed into our subconscious. And even if they're not, I guess, um, if you don't determine something to be traumatic, and I'm going to talk more about anyway what trauma actually means. But even if you think something's not traumatic, like if it happened a long time ago, it's likely that it would be suppressed in your subconscious mind because your brain is trying to protect you and so it suppresses that information. And so whilst you may not consciously be aware of it and may think that there's nothing wrong, there's nothing there, it is there. And if you recall, your subconscious mind, you know, it makes up 90 to 95% of your brain. And so whilst you're not consciously aware of what's, you know, in your subconscious mind, unless you do that work intentionally and become aware of what's, what's happening in your subconscious mind, but you know, if you don't do the work, even if you're not aware of what's going on, there's still these suppressed memories or beliefs or experiences that will be impacting your life, right? Because your beliefs about yourself and the world around you impact the way you think, uh, which, you know, creates your feelings, which then drives your behavior, equaling the results that you get in life. And so, you know, it's really important that we actually intentionally do the work, right? And we go back and resolve these beliefs or conclusions that we form as a young child so that we can view these past experiences from a different perspective. And we can let go of beliefs about ourselves or the world around us that are not supporting us or helping us in, you know, achieving our desires in life. And so, you know, obviously during this imprint period, we do learn right from wrong and good from bad, right? That's great. But as I've said, we also form other beliefs about ourselves that may not necessarily be true or helpful. And so, you know, I I briefly mentioned trauma a minute ago. And I also want to point out that I personally believe everyone has some form of childhood trauma, right? And often this relates back to the imprint period between the ages of zero to seven, right? When I'm working one-on-one with my clients and, you know, we're going back and we're delving into the subconscious mind and we're going back to the root cause of um, behaviors or feelings or thoughts or beliefs, often what will come up is a memory or an experience from those ages between zero to seven. And now before we, you know, do the session or do the therapy, the client will often say to me, oh, I don't really have many memories about, you know, this. Uh, I don't really know where it stemmed from. I'm not really sure if, you know, anything's going to come up. And I said, that's fine. But then when we do the technique, right, i.e. timeline therapy, or we get them into a um, state of hypnosis and we delve into the subconscious or unconscious mind, these things come up. They come to the surface. And so while the client wasn't consciously aware of them, that's what their unconscious mind brings up when we're doing these therapies and techniques, when I'm giving clear instructions to their unconscious mind to direct me or to take me back to the root cause, that's what comes up. And like I said, 90% of the time, it's something from between the ages of zero to seven. And so, you know, trauma is just how we internalize a situation. So what is traumatic to one person may not be traumatic to another. 
And that's because their internal representation, how they're viewing the event in their mind, their perception, is different. But nevertheless, all trauma is valid, right? So even if you think, I don't know why I'm traumatized by that event, it wasn't as bad as my friend Stacy, right? She actually had a traumatic childhood. And so you tell yourself it's not that bad, right? That is not helpful because then you're not allowing yourself to heal from that event because you're not even acknowledging the trauma that you experienced. And even though you may think that's not as bad as Stacy's trauma, again, it's subjective to you and how you felt at the time and how you internalized that situation. And like I said, all trauma is valid, right? And it should not be left unresolved because your ability to evolve and create the outcomes you desire in your life is directly linked to your healing, right? If you are in survival mode, you cannot create more in your life because you already have nothing left to give. So you have to feel safe in order to be able to create more and in order to be able to take those quantum leaps in your life, right? To create change and to quantum leap, to become the person who you're made to be. But that starts with resolving, you know, your past trauma and your past experiences and reconnecting with your inner child and acknowledging the things that happened to you and acknowledging how you viewed them at the time, but then acknowledging how you've grown from that and what else you can learn from that experience and what you now know as an adult to be true, right, which is something different from what you believed as a child. By acknowledging those things, then you can release those beliefs that you're holding on to that are not supportive or helpful. And once you release those beliefs, then you can create new ones. And that's when you're going to have new feelings and you're going to engage in new behaviors and you're going to create different results in your life. Want to know my secret formula to turn your desires into reality? Download my free Manifesting Magic ebook linked in the show notes. And so in this imprint period, you know, this is when we also, I guess, start to become conditioned by society, right? Or conditioned by our parents um, or conditioned by you know, our schooling and teachers and all of our experiences, right? Condition us one by one because we form beliefs about things, about how we should act or who we should be or what is right and wrong. And so, you know, I want you to remember yourself as a child, right? And like, can you remember how big you used to dream and how proud you were of like all your big dreams and sharing them with everyone? You know, I remember as well, you know, saying, I want to be this, I want to be that. And even when people laughed at me, I didn't care. You know, little kids, they say, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a pop star. And they don't care what anyone thinks. But then one day, children stop dreaming. Or they start being afraid to share their dreams with others out of fear of judgment from others. And so I can certainly say that that's true for me. You know, when I was five, six, I didn't care. I'd say I wanted to be this, I wanted to be that, even if it sounded silly to other people. didn't sound silly to me. And I honestly thought that it was achievable because I didn't have any limiting or disempowering beliefs about my capabilities. But it's as I got a bit older 
after taking in the opinions of others and the views of others and witnessing others and what they said as well about what is possible and what isn't possible, that's when I started to place the limitations on myself. That's when I stopped dreaming so big and told myself, actually, I can't do that. That's silly. Because I took, I was conditioned by society and I took those things on. And we all do that. And, you know, as we grow up, we stop doing other things as well that used to bring us joy and happiness because we are also conditioned to see them as childish, right? We are conditioned to become productive instead of creative. Instead of, you know, running around carefree, I don't know, collecting rocks. We think we, we are conditioned to think that's a waste of time. And even if we're not directly told that, we observe this from other people in our lives. They're not doing that. So we think we shouldn't do that now because we're adults now. We're older now. That's childish. We have to act like an adult, right? And so we stop doing these things. And we think I have to do something productive instead of just doing what brings me happiness or joy or being carefree. And, you know, as we get older and older, you know, eventually we might have kids, we might get married or settle down with a partner. You know, we get a home, we get a job. We have responsibilities. And in this process, we often lose touch with our inner child and with the things that used to bring us happiness and joy And so that's when we start to feel unhappy or unfulfilled in life because we may have more now as an adult, like we might have the house, the job, the kids, the partner, right? We might have more now than what we did as a child, but we're still feeling unhappy or unfulfilled because we're not actually doing the things that bring us happiness or joy. We're doing the things that we think we should do to be, quote-unquote, a successful person. But that leaves us not feeling fulfilled. And so it's really important that we make this conscious effort to connect back with our inner child, not only to heal her, right, as I've discussed, but also to bring back that joy and happiness and carefreeness, if that's a word, (laughs) um, in our lives, right? So what I want to do now is I want to give you some journal prompts that you can write down and then you can go back to them after to help you reconnect with your inner child. So if you don't have a pen, go and get a pen or get your notes out in your phone. And if you need to pause this while you do that, perfectly fine. But now I'm going to give you some journal prompts that I want you to take down and I want you to reflect on these afterwards, all right? So the first prompt is, what is your first memory in life? And perhaps you want to think, you know, how does that memory make you feel? Does it make you feel good or bad? The next prompt is, what childhood needs of yours were not met? Did you feel seen, loved and heard as a child? The next prompt is, what did you enjoy doing as a child, ideally between the ages of zero to seven? Right now, it can be sort of up to the age of 21, but I want you to, I guess, start back 
with the ages of zero to seven and write down the things you enjoy doing between those ages. And then you can extend it out a bit and perhaps go back over your adolescent and teenage years to see what you also enjoyed in those years. See if there's anything different that comes up as opposed to the things that came up between the ages of zero to seven. And then I want you to think about how you can incorporate these activities back into your life, right? To bring that joy and happiness back into your life. Can you schedule time, you know, at least once a week to engage in at least one of these activities that makes you feel good? And then I want you to close your eyes and I want you to visualize yourself as a little girl. And I want you to tell her that you love her and that she doesn't need to rely on anyone else for love or acceptance because no one can love and accept all of her like you do. And that is all she needs. And so it's important that if you do uncover any childhood trauma or, you know, memories that make you feel sad from your childhood during these journal prompts and exercises, I want you to sit with that. Allow yourself to cry and allow your body to release those emotions so that it no longer has to hold on to them, right? Let them out. And I want you to tell your inner child that what happened to her was not her fault and that she no longer has to take on anyone else's issues or projections. She is now allowed to be free of them. So that is all I'm going to talk about for today's episode. I hope that you all enjoyed it and that it wasn't too heavy for you. Um, I felt like it was really important to give you ladies some tangible ways in which you can start to connect with and heal your inner child. As I discussed today, uh, it is a really, really important part of growing and stepping into the best version of you, right? Because growth can't happen without the healing first. If you would like to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis, right, to do some inner child healing and to go on a journey of growth and self-awareness and healing so that you can up-level your life and become magnetic to your desires and feel more fulfillment and joy in your life, then please click the link that I will leave in the show notes and book a free connection call with me to discuss my services or you can always DM me on Instagram, right? And even if you don't want to work with me just yet, if you're not ready for that, but want to have a chat, my inbox or my messages, my DMs are always open on Instagram. I love connecting with you ladies. I love hearing your feedback from my posts and from my podcast. So yeah, feel free to jump into my DMs at any point. And I would love to help support you in up-leveling your life uh, and mindset. Thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you have another good weekend. It's another long weekend with Anzac Day now. Um, so enjoy that. And again, set aside time for yourself over this weekend. Don't neglect yourself and your self-care. And I would really love it if you can set aside some time to connect with your inner child this weekend, right? To do something that you enjoyed doing as a child to bring back that happiness and joy in your life. 
And, you know, if you want to share with me what that is and how you go doing that, then like I said, jump into my DMs on Insta and I will link my Instagram uh, in the show notes as well. As always, if you have any questions about today's episode or would like to get in contact with me, you can email me at danny at stepintoyourpowercoaching.com or DM me on Instagram at stepintoyourpower underscore. I will put both of these in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the episode with a friend or on your Instagram stories. I also really appreciate you rating, reviewing and subscribing to the pod as it helps me gain credibility and reach more people. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Uh, And I look forward to speaking with you all next week. Bye.